0: Good morning, and welcome to morning prayer on this Tuesday, the 4th of May. Today we've got Psalm 19, Deuteronomy 17, and then 1 Peter uh, in the first chapter, starting at verse 13. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. In your resurrection, O Christ, let heaven and earth rejoice. Hallelujah. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So Psalm 19. The heavens are telling the glory of God and the firmament proclaims his handiwork. One day pours out its song to another and one night unfolds knowledge to another. They have neither speech nor language, and their voices are not heard. Yet their sound has gone out into all the lands, and their words to the ends of the world. In them has he set a tabernacle for the sun that comes forth as a bridegroom out of his chamber and rejoices as a champion to run his course. It goes forth from the end of the heavens and runs to the very end again, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure and gives wisdom to the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right and rejoice the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure and gives light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean and endures forever, The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, more than much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey dripping from the honeycomb. By them also is your servant taught. And in keeping them there is great reward. Who can tell how often they offend? O cleanse me from my secret faults. Keep your servant also from presumptuous sins, lest they get dominion over me. So shall I be undefiled and innocent of great offence. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Christ, the Son of Righteousness, rise in our hearts this day. Enfold us in the brightness of your love and bear us at the last to heaven's horizon for your love's sake. There's a bit of a theme today. This idea picks up in verse 12, that the judgments of the Lord, how often do they offend And the psalmist goes on to say, cleanse me from my secret faults. Keep your servant from presumptuous sins. Sins that we presume. Our own assumptions. Our own ways. Surely if I do this it won't be a problem. God wouldn't mind. But actually when we come back to his word, we read it and it offends us. And when God's word offends us, If God is good and God is right, and it is truly God's word, then why are we offended? Well, because of these presumptuous sins. We've decided what should be, rather than asking God what should be. Cleanse me from my faults and keep your servant from presumptuous sins. So now Deuteronomy 17, starting at verse 8. If a judicial, judicial decision is too difficult for you to make between one kind of bloodshed and another, one kind of legal right and another, or one kind of assault or another, any such matters of dispute in your towns, then you shall go immediately to the place that the Lord your God will choose where you will consult with the Levitical priests and the judge, who is in office in those days. They shall announce to you the decision in the case. Carry out exactly the decision that they announce to you from the place that the Lord will choose, diligently observing everything they instruct you. You must carry out fully the law that they interpret for you or the ruling that they announce to you. Do not turn aside from the decision that they announce to you, either to the right or to the left. As for anyone who presumes to disobey the priest appointed to minister there to the Lord, your God or the judge or that person shall die. So you shall purge the evil from Israel. All the people will hear and be afraid and will not act presumptuously again. When you have come into the land that the Lord your God is giving you and have taken possession of it and settled in it, and you say, I will set a king over me, like all the nations that are around me, you may indeed set over you a king, whom the Lord your God will choose. One of your own community you may set as king over you. You are not permitted to put a foreigner over you who is not of your own community. Even so, he must not acquire many horses for himself, or return the people to Egypt in order to acquire more horses. Since the Lord has said to you, you must never... Return that way again. And, <coughs> excuse me, and he must not acquire many wives for himself, or else his heart will turn away. Also silver and gold he must not acquire in great quantity for himself. When he has taken the throne of his kingdom, he shall have a copy of this law written for him in the presence of the Levitical priests. It shall remain with him, and he shall read it all the days of his life so that he may learn to fear the Lord his God diligently, observing all the words of this law and these statutes, neither exalting himself above other members of the community, nor turning aside from the commandment, either to the right or to the left, so that he and his descendants may reign long over his kingdom in Israel. So basically the instruction to the Israelites here is to trust judgment and again that word do not act presumptuously do not assume that we know better but you might then say that this idea of in essence deuteronomy saying if you're a judge um, then you have to read the law you have to understand god's will and only then can you give righteous judgments. So the instruction is to submit to the Lord through those that he appoints. And for those that he appoints, he says, Do not rule presumptuously. Seek my will and my ways. So the call to us individually and to uh, and to the community of God is submit to the Lord to gain righteousness. Do not act presumptuously. Cleanse me from my, my faults and protect me from presumptuous sins. Finally, we're starting um, in the New Testament, the first letter uh, that Peter wrote. And we're picking up at verse 13 in chapter 1. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Discipline yourselves. Set all your hope on the grace that Jesus Christ will bring you when he is revealed. Like obedient children, do not be conformed to the desires that that you formerly had in ignorance. Instead, as he who called you is holy... Be holy yourselves in all your conduct. For it is written, You shall be holy, for I am holy. If you invoke as Father the one who judges all people impartially according to their deeds, live in reverent fear during the time of your exile. You know that you were ransomed from the futile ways inherited from your ancestors, not with perishable things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without defect or blemish. He was destined before the foundation of the world, but was revealed at the end of the ages for your sake. Through him you have come to trust in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory, so that your faith and hope are set on God. Now that you have purified your souls by the obedience to the truth, so that you have genuine mutual love, love one another deeply from the heart. You have been born anew, not of perishable, but of imperishable seed, through the living and enduring word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of the grass. The grass withers, and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord endures forever. That word is the good news that was announced to you. So Peter, in essence, is saying, through Jesus, you trust so that faith and hope are set on God, a God who is holy. So we are to be holy. And this comes through obedience to the truth, the word of God, the good news, which is forever. It may offend us. It's not our presumption, but the eternal, holy word of God. Now the collect for this week. Merciful God, who when your church on earth was torn apart by the ravages of sin, raised up men and women in this land who witness to their faith with courage and constancy. Give to your church that peace which is your will, and grant that those who have been divided on earth may be reconciled in heaven, and share together in the vision of your glory. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and for ever. Amen. May the risen Christ grant us the joys of eternal life. Let us bless the Lord. Alleluia. Alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia. Alleluia.